I'm going to tell you a few stories. All you have to do is listen. Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar and with me today, unfortunately, is... Luke. And... Of course, Ralph. Come on, boys. Come on, boys. Come on, boys. This is episode number 172. I don't think that means anything for me. Um, in today's episode, we're going to be reviewing movies that Luke picked. He is the first real reviewist of the year for us. Um, mm-hmm. the first, we lucked out. The first, uh, no, we didn't. Uh, we got mid-March, <laughs> all mid-movies. Yeah, you're not wrong. Those movies are 65, which is in theaters right now, and it's not what you think it means. And then we have a movie that's out on Netflix right now. It's based on the TV show. The British TV show, Luther, The Fallen Sun. And last, um, lastly here on Hulu, it's uh, Boston Strangler, another rendition of the infamous 1960s murders that happened in Boston there. <laughs> Serial killer movie. Serial killer slash true life story, whatever, you know, kind of thing. But when you said 65, I thought that was like, oh, is that the Metacritic score for all these three movies? <laughs> it might just be. Pretty mid score. I might just be. I'm not 100%. Anyway, remember, you can always find this episode and all of our episodes at otherpodcast.com where, you know, you can see what we just done recently, which is uh, we did a lot of Oscar talk um, in the last show. And we recently gone through our top 10 movies for the previous year. And those were hoot. They're always a fun thing to listen to and do. So check that out and many, many other things as well. And also stay tuned for an announcement on the marathon coming up at the end of the show. So, Luke, how you been lately? You were on a trip? Yes, uh, me and the girlfriend took a trip to Colorado. Although it say wasn't cold, Colorado? Yes. Yeah, actually, okay. but it wasn't cold at all. It was actually fantastic weather. Really? Yeah, okay. so we took a week trip. Um, we both flew into Denver. That's where Why we didn't you take up. a strong trip? Why a weak one? Shut up. Huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> Tell yourself. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, now we drove up to uh, Breckenridge, stayed there for a couple of days. So we visited Vail. Glenwood Springs, and then went back to Denver for the last night. Hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. Watched some movies, uh, chilled, did a couple things. Went to a natural hot spring. Never been in one of those before. How was it? It was cool. It was like 20, 30 degrees outside, and it's like little flurries of snow, and <laughs> you're just chilling in like 107 degree water. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's pretty really awesome. Are. Not going to lie. Mine is yeah. the snow. I've been to one in Mexico. That sounds cool. Any pictures of that or no? Uh, yeah, actually, there's probably some. Yeah, I just want to see you in a speedo. Uh-huh. Him I, with a speedo. I, despite being European, I do not wear a speedo. What? Okay, that's it. Well, well, there goes that. <laughs> all right. Wait, um, um, I did show my girlfriend she because I I made her watch two movies uh, mm. at night, and she's like, I want to watch something romantic. So I was going through uh, HBO Max, and I yeah. found Before Sunset. Not before sunrise? Oh, sorry, before sunrise. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> so sunrise before sunrise. Okay. And after that, I danced her the next day. I was like, so uh, what do you think happened? What do you think happened? Think they met? Mm. Did you tell her as part, as, like, as part of a trilogy? Yes, I did. Uh, oh, yeah. But the whole thing is, HBO Max only has the first two movies. Yeah. They actually have one called Before Midnight, but it's a documentary. Oh, really? Because it's something else. Yeah. I feel like there's a Woody Allen movie called Before Midnight or something Midnight. Anyway, whatever. So, um, so she fan? Big fan? Yes. She liked it? Okay. I think 
point she made me stop and rewind I'm like oh see what they said about relationships and i'm like oh god damn it i'm like i think i told myself i was never gonna let you watch these movies mm-hmm. i broke my own rule yeah yeah you broke your own rule yeah yeah. That's what happens when he got under pressure. You saw that? Yeah. A little bit of pressure. Like, pick a movie. Damn it. I just <laughs> saw these movies. Uh, I can't think of anything else. I think <laughs> with Godfather. And then when the the whole thing with uh, that, you know, um, <laughs> his wife, you know, still having problems. Like, this is going to happen to you if you betray my loyalty. You can return it to her, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just Anyways. And then I came back home and upgraded my PC. So I'm happy now. Awesome. Raf, how about you, man? What? What's the question? What you been up to? Oh, what I've been up to? <laughs> um, well, I got sick too, but I'm not a bitch about it. Damn. And then, uh, no, <laughs> actually, I almost, so I, I, today, I was bad yesterday. I felt, I left work yesterday sick, and I was like, fuck, this isn't good. So I bought medicine today. I don't know, today, yesterday, two days ago, two days ago. I left work. Yeah. Anyways, and then I woke up. Uh, I was at sick. I was just like medicine the whole day yesterday. And then today I was like, oh man, I don't think I'm going to work. I was just, maybe I'll just go in and leave early. Fuck it. Right. Who cares? And I literally walked into work and it was like, everything is like, just fine. And I was like, ain't that some fucking shit. You I ever, know. Um, you ever have that when you actually notice you, when you actually go from like, I'm sick and like, I'm fine. I yeah. I literally happened. So like, don't get me wrong. I still feel like some stuff, but everything else went away. All the fatigueness, everything else. I was just like, I'm just congested, which is my baseline so it doesn't really matter like i was just like that's fine i i could deal with congestion um just the fatigueness and the fever and everything else i was like ain't this fucking shit i was like i was just sick three hours ago like i was i, I slept it off three hour nap i'm fucking good mm-hmm. besides that i've been working my ass off which is probably why i got sick um that and just the fact that the weather just is so fucking bipolar right now oh very um much. yeah so i've been working just a lot because i'm trying to Hopefully, make it to Mexico in April, which is right around the corner. So, yeah, it is. I'm Are you going to record that. from Mexico? I'm waiting for no. I'm waiting for. Uh, I might actually miss an actual episode. Um, I'm waiting for what's it called a uh, passport at the moment. And someone just woke up. Hold on. All right. Either way, I'll go next. Um, All right. No, my latest thing that's been around with me, not that I do a whole lot, is uh, I finally got my my roommate. Not that I own. Oh, her. what's that? Uh, yeah, it's a new thing, and it's great that it'll divide everything in half cost-wise. <laughs> it's already a great. It's already working out. Um, and uh, I'm going to be eating a lot better <laughs> than the shit I was eating before. Don't get me wrong. To be fair, I, your what? baking skills have improved. I think seeing the stuff you've been making it seems really good. Yes, but the thing is that I don't, I don't do that every day. I don't do it all a lot. I, I have mm-hmm. experimented. I know a lot of things way more than I did three years ago, for sure. Way more. But still, far from, like, mm-hmm. like what my mother can do, you know? Right. <laughs> like, Do you own an air fryer? I don't have an air fryer, but I have a lot of things. I have like, a really fancy rice cooker that I love. Um, is it a Japanese rice cooker? It is. legit. It makes us, okay. the music and everything. does the whole thing. Um, it is amazing, though. Because everyone um, I know that has, like, a legit rice cooker, it's a Japanese one. So yep. that's why I ask. And the funny thing is that the bigger one... Because there's two sizes that it came in. I don't know why I mentioned this, but uh, the bigger one was cheaper than the smaller one. Interesting. <laughs> so that was like, okay, force for me. What? Supply and demand. Maybe they like smaller portions, therefore. Yeah, it's probably. Actually, maybe. yeah, probably. That's probably right. I mean, I don't make them. I make enough for uh, one person. I'll find out when I go to still. Japan. I'm hoping to go back this year. 
Yeah. I'll report back in September. Then I'll hate you more after you come back. Um, yeah, and that's basically it. She's, it's cool. She's a friend, so, so that's, she's not a complete stranger. I didn't find her in the phone book or anything. Um, or on the quad. Nope. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. Been showing her Breaking wow. Bad. She's never seen it. It's great. Oh, wow. Yeah. Are you going to go transition to Better Call Saul after? I don't know yet. Wait, wait, You started her off with Breaking Bad? Why don't you do Better Call Saul first? No, it spoils too much of Breaking Bad. No, it doesn't. I think it does. I don't think it does. Have you finished it? Huh? Have you finished Breaking uh, Spare Goes All? I haven't even started it. <laughs> no, no, I'm asking Roth. Not yet. Well, then you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, trust me. No. Um, but maybe after, you know. It's like it's like the Star Wars thing. Would you really tell someone to watch the prequels before uh, the original trilogy? Yeah, probably just to piss somebody off, yeah. Well, but see? Not for a good reason. That's so, <laughs> <laughs> not... See, I always start with the original guys. Anyway, uh, that's been it roughly for me. Um, obviously, Legoing all the time. But, uh, besides that, I think we're going to move into our recent discoveries. And I think we're going to start today with something we've all either known about or I think saw it briefly or whatever. It's the, the Oscar ceremony, Academy yes. Awards ceremony happened. Um, I didn't see it live, but I did see it the next day fully on Hulu, like the full thing. Uh, but anyone see it? Uh, yes. I missed the first 30-ish minutes because of God. the hotel. I started watching the monologue. Then I stopped watching the monologue because I lost signal at work. <laughs> and then I uh, saw when um, the first one won one. <laughs> first one won one. That's, no, that's like, it sounds like a legit sentence. It's, it is, No, it yeah. sounds ridiculous, but it sounds legit too. Yep, and they're all different ones. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. No, two of them are ONEs. Sure. Anyway, um, so what did you guys think of the ceremony? No slap, no catastrophes, right? That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was fine. Like, I think they held back a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think they kind of kept traditional. But in a, not, in a good, not in a bad way. They also brought back all of the uh, the categories that they were. Remember how we were discussing how they were taking off all these categories? Mm-hmm. Like film editing and the shorts, um, because they're not they don't you know they don't fly with people you know people don't know them, um, but they brought them all back because I guess enough people complained and I'm actually really happy about that um, cool. because those people will they don't get any acclaim that's the whole point um, right of those awards. Uh, but anything stand out for you? Anything was there? I mean, I, I can't imagine there was many surprises, mm-hmm. but anything that all stand out for you that you guys want to talk about? No. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'll say it right away. The, up, the, the first one, Guillermo del Toro winning was crazy because mm-hmm. he's won like what was he won? I think for everything now, <laughs> like he's uh, won like uh, I think writing, right? I think he's, he's won for writing for uh, that that the the he's won writing. He's won best picture or best director, right? I don't think he's ever won best director. Okay, so best picture he's won, right? I think so. I and, don't know which movie though. Was it Pan's Labyrinth? No, uh, right? I don't know. Um, well, what did he win? Didn't remember. he win Shape of Didn't Shape of Water win something? I, I think maybe Shape of Water bought him best picture. Maybe that's what it was. I don't think yeah. he won for best director, and he no. won, I think he won for best writing. But and, now he's won for best animator too. That's that's uh-huh. key. That's Pixar. That's all that mattered. Yeah, yes. right. I was surprised by that, and also very I surprised wasn't. by that pick because you saw Pinocchio. No, I haven't. But like, oh, I, haven't. I, I wasn't surprised that it's a Pixar. dark. <laughs> it's a darkest movie on there. It's so adult that movie that Darker it is than all quiet. Yes. Ah uh, no, about the same, different kind of darkness though. Um, but yeah, so it's very, very yeah, it's dark as fuck. 
Um, but anyway, happy that Pixar did not win. Right. Um, I was surprised by, um, but not surprised, but I, like I, I enjoyed the fact that it won as a uh, Navalny one for a documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it, it is. I mean, I've only seen two of these. Yeah, and one of them won. <laughs> right, and I, I like both a lot. I like Fire Love. I just thought Fire Love was going to win because it's the clear most popular one. Yeah. And it's like 20 feet from stardom, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it didn't. And uh, the better movie won because Navalny is like, whew. Yeah. The shit they got on that tape, on those cameras, no way. Yeah, you know what else was a surprise? That um, mm-hmm. the uh, best actor from last year didn't. You mean Will Smith? Award, award. Well, I was. Pus- I was. Oh, you you were, you were leading up around. to it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were doing a gig. I'm sorry, I I gag. Whatever. Way to so. fucking ruin it. Well, you know, give me a sign or something. Maybe just don't interrupt me. The fuck, right? <laughs> um, no, they didn't have him, but it makes sense. I I get that. No shit. Yeah. yeah, I think they announced that several months ago about him not being invited. I'm so. sure they did. So. Um. Otherwise, like I, I was really happy. Sarah Polly won for Women Talking for a uh, press screenplay, uh, adapted screenplay. Yeah, mm-hmm. how happy Brendan Fraser got it. Oh yeah, that was like yeah. Those were like so. Mm, it was a little cringe. His uh, his uh, his speech was a little cringe. What makes you think that? Way too many whale puns. Way uh, oh yes. What was with all the whale puns? Way too many whale puns. Okay, and then he also was very like almost apologetic, and I'm like. What are you apologizing for? Like you I don't won, know. just He's own just it. that guy, I think. I guess, but I yeah. felt like it was more like, uh, you know, he's been like in Hollywood jail for so long or whatever, and mm-hmm. now that he got let out and he won something, he's like, "Oh, thank you guys. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Sorry, sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry." Maybe he's from the Midwest. If that's the case, I mean, let's find out. I'll look it up right now. Shit. Hold okay. on. Okay. <laughs> uh, up right now. I'm surprised. How much uh, every? I mean, uh, all quite on the Western Front one. Yeah, I won a lot of the. Yeah. Mainly, yeah, a lot of the technical ones, especially. Um, Motherfucker, right. Indianapolis. Yep, there it is. Yeah. yeah. See? And Canadian parents. Oh, that's okay. Never mind. Ooh, yeah, that guy's just that's it. If anything, he toned it down from the usual. Yeah, like, he was right. better than you're you right. thought he was going to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah, nailed it. it. Makes, actually, it makes all the sense in the world now. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. If you were stuck at an intersection with him and we all got there at the same time, we'd be there all day. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's the worst thing about going to Minneapolis, a four-way intersection. You're stuck all day. Yeah. Yeah. No, you go. No, I'm here all nah. day, buddy. You go. <laughs> I got no life today, bro. Um, yeah. But, you know, his his win, among like many others, were like, especially for uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, you know, like, so it was obvious. You know what I'm saying? Like, You know, I was talking to a friend of mine who um, watches, you know, also movie kind of buff. Mm-hmm. at work and uh, I was telling him I go did you know did you see it he doesn't care about awards but I was telling him about the uh, everything over the world at once one he was like really and I was like well look at the competition I go that's cl- the clear winner in my opinion and then he re- he looked at the competition against everything and he was like yeah I would say he's like, hey, yeah I'd agree with you I was like it, it kind of does make like it is the it is the outlier yeah it's like the biggest outlier there right and then we started oh. talking about the multiverse of madness. And anyways, that's besides the point. But yeah. Well, yeah. And it's also something to be said that the most, uh, the movie that isn't based on anything else and, and as far as sequels or adaptations won all that because all the rest of them are based on something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, even Women Talking based on a, on a play, you know, even um, uh, Ryan Johnson's movie, you know, based on his own movie from before, which I didn't know that's what it counts as adapted screenplay, which makes no sense to me. Same. But whatever, I don't know what that means. But it is a sequel, technically. Um, okay, yeah, stuff like that. 
anyway, good stuff. Um, was overall happy. I kind of hope to keep the uh, categories at the very least there forever. Anyway, now let's get into our real recent discoveries. Luke, what have you seen lately? Punk. So I saw two Netflix movies. I saw The Gray Man, finally. Okay. How it gray was, was fun, it? Uh, what, directed by the Russo brothers. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it was fun because, I mean, I think I sold my girlfriend. I'm like, yeah, hey, it's got Ryan Gosling in it. Is she a big Gosling fan? I think so. You think so? You know so. Are you basing this all off the notebook? Uh, I don't know. But, uh... Yeah, that was a fun little watch. It was fun just, just to see uh, Chris Evans just play a total asshole. And I think you guys mentioned that before when you guys saw it. Yes, I don't, I don't know if Ross has seen it, but I know I did see I it. I think yes. you guys both did. But yeah, that was a, it was fun. He literally just wanted to let loose and be like, yep, I'm going to be as un-Captain America as I possibly can. Right. And after that, I saw The Gentleman, the Guy Ritchie movie. How this was is, that? What is this one? The gentleman? Yeah, yeah, how was that? It was fine. It wasn't. It wasn't as Guy Ritchie as I would have thought it was gonna be, but it was still a fun movie. As Guy Ritchie as you preferred it to be. Yes. Okay. But it had like... a pretty good, uh, you know, cast okay. of uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey, uh, Colin Farrell, Hugh Grant. What's it about? So, what's the oh? thing? What's it, what's the what's it about? Uh, it's about a guy who. Uh, I believe he's an American who's in the UK. And from when he was going to boarding school, he developed this entire weed business of production, distribution, everything. And he's at the point in life, he's just like, you know what? I'm just going to sell it. And that's it. And, he, and he's this guy's trying to buy it off of him. But then there's stuff going around to try to devalue his weed business. Because eventually mm-hmm. weed's going to become legal. And the modest price he's asking for it will become expensially like a bigger thing for whoever buys it from him. Okay. Wow. So. I, I think I completely blanked on this Guy Rich movie. You know what? It's on Netflix. It was on Netflix, right? It's, it's a Netflix. Yes. Yeah. yeah it, I, it kept popping up for me to watch and I saw a trailer for it and I was like, meh. Was no, like, I mean, I, I usually watch his movies even if I don't like them. So, because they're, they're, all, they're all, they're all good. Yeah, it has that uh, guy from Sons of Anarchy. Apparently, that's helpful. Charlie yeah. uh, Hunnam. Hunnam. Yeah, yeah. But I've also had the issue lately where I don't have any ambition to watch anything new. So that happens. It's, it's not new. It's 2019. <laughs> new to him. New to, me, yeah. new to him. <laughs> I know what he meant. Uh, you you like that? Um, you want you're in that comfort zone. You want to see things things you've I, seen. Before. I guess no, actually, I don't want to see anything at all. Oh. To be really honest with you, I don't want to see anything new. I don't really care to rewatch anything. I want to continue watching what I'm watching. You get what I'm saying? Isn't that doing so? No. So, like, my shows that I'm currently watching, I just want them to continue. What are you talking about? So, like, my shows, whatever shows that are currently on. That means you're watching something. But no, no, no. But that's not not something new. That's something. You know what I'm saying? No. No, I don't want to watch any new IP. I don't want to watch any new anything like that. So, I just want to continue with what I'm continuing to watch. But I don't do want to go back and watch The Office again. I don't want to watch Seinfeld. You know, I don't want to watch anything new, as in like new that's I haven't started at all yet. I don't want to start a seven season show. I don't want to start a, t- a new season show. Yeah, if my current season show is on and it's got new episodes, that's fine because I'm on. I'm currently watching that already. So that's what you're doing. Okay, so it is new. You are watching things. Only that's currently going on for my current my stuff. Yeah, that's fine. 
Okay, but what you said to me is so confusing. But that's all I'm willing to, willing to watch. It's like I don't you said. To, I don't like want to said. start anything new. Okay, well, I, okay, I get that, but if the continuing, it's still new in a weird um, way. I suppose. But the way you said it may seem like it's like there's two things in the world: uh, either things you have watched or things you haven't. And you're like, I don't want to watch anything I have watched. I don't want anything watch I haven't. Yeah. But I still watch <laughs> things. I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just something really confusing. Um, yeah, I'm back on board though. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so yay or nay, and gentlemen, I forget. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yay. I might watch it. Yeah, it's on Netflix. The Gentleman. I missed this movie. I'll check it out. Guy Ritchie has a new movie coming out, which I don't want to see at all with Jake Gyllenhaal in uh, that war movie. Oh, yes. I've seen that trailer, right? Uh, I don't know. What's that? There is a movie in theaters that I want to watch now, but I probably won't see it anyway. (laughs) Yeah, because you don't want to watch anything new. Right, exactly. Um, Rob, what about you? What have you been watching? You did see something, though. So, so I actually yes. okay. <laughs> I couldn't get you the the copy that I got from you for Tar, so I ended mm-hmm. up buying this movie because I I had a four dollar off okay. from from thing, and I I could have rented it for you I know guess, it's on my iTunes right two dollars. I don't care what's on your iTunes. Okay. I own it. I don't give a shit. Um, so I bought it for like the same price I would have rented it. So I was like, mm-hmm. whatever. So anyways, I bought the movie on Amazon because I had a a coupon with them that was about to expire. Yeah. Besides yeah. the point, I saw Tar. I saw it with uh, my wife. Um, my wife. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I get I hundred percent. Todd Field. Um, I'll read it real quick. Set in the international world of Western classical music, the film centers around uh, Lydia Tarr, widely considered one of the greatest living composer conductors, and the very first female director of a major German orchestra. Um, it's yeah, her acting is really really good. Um, it's cool to see Kate Blanchett play like a. A very heavy male role. Um, yeah, I think I said and, that. Uh, and it, it was actually really cool to see. And what's funny is that I I didn't realize it, and I don't I, I didn't I didn't realize it until I said it. Not right now. I said it out loud in the movie when I was watching the movie with my wife. Mm-hmm. I said it when uh, the, the the one scene when she's talking to her daughter, and she's like, "I'll tell you how handle it." And I was like, "Oh, let dad handle it." And I said that. Mm-hmm. Right, I said that before she said that because then she says, "Don't worry, Dad's got this," and she yeah. says that right. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And I saying that, and I I'm, and then hearing it like, and I was like, "Oh yeah, she's a hundred percent like just." And I knew it. I already knew it. I just until I said it, I didn't really, I didn't like, I, I guess acknowledge it or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. besides besides I'm the point, to play her, so. yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, her uh, her performance is phenomenal. I mean, it's great. Um, it plays on a lot of stuff that's going on modern stuff and but at the same time like it has that question of like because you look at her mentor right um and her 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 person that brought her up and everything Mm -hmm. and like do you it's like what do you want to be every great person has had issues every phenomenal person and they say it in history right everyone has this person was this person this person was horrible to the wife this person was uh, the shitty to this this person was in that era right this person couldn't even play music because of the war this you know like a ton ton of stuff right yeah yeah and uh but they're great they're recognized they're known right and then you have her 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 mentor who, who isn't it's just the guy who's just le- been left behind. The best thing he's done is her. Yeah. And you can be like she that she's her she's an entity in this in this you know it's yeah. really cool and it's really cool to see that and um I got, yeah. I got I, I almost want to rewatch it but I also got a problem with like towards the end 
So I liked it a lot, but I did have issues with the movie oh, overall. You didn't like how she became an orchestra for uh, Monster Hunter? No, hey, right. I didn't actually hate that, <laughs> uh, which is funny. How, it's funny as well. I thought it was FF14 or, or, or what's it called? Um, I mean, I don't think it was anything. For, I mean, uh, <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. But it was like some yeah. MMO or something. It was just funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I always, I also like. I didn't. I didn't hate that part. More the transition to it. That's I hated that more. Okay. Um, yeah, but besides that, uh, Kate Blanchett knocked it out of the park. But she always does. So. Yeah, I know, right? But still. it's weird. It's weird to take. It's like taking somebody for granted, right? It's it like, is. Yeah, it, it really is. I hate to say it, but it's her performance is like really decadent, elegant, all that. But it's always elegant, right? Yeah. Um, you should really do like a Jackass movie or something. Really get down <laughs> to the roots. <laughs> for a bit. Yeah. Oh, um, she did an interview on. Uh, did I show it to you? I think yeah, you did. Yeah, the right. spicy the, one. The, the hot yeah. ones. Yeah, the yeah, hot yeah. ones. She was fucking demure as fuck. Still elegant. Eating in those wings. It's still good. Yeah. She's still like flawless. Yeah. And she nailed it. She ate all of it. Yeah, she did. So. Nonetheless, that's all I've seen. Yeah. No. Um, that's what you've seen. Uh, I saw three movies. One, also, this is on Netflix. I finally saw Between Two Ferns, the movie. Have you guys, are you, are you guys familiar with the show I've seen or it. movie? I've seen it. I've is seen that the Zach Galifianakis? Yes. I know that there was a movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So Zach Galifianakis and his oddball crew take a road trip to complete a series of high-profile celebrity interviews. Uh, story by him and written and directed by Scott Aukerman. And this has it's uh, it's based on a show. I forget what channel. What channel was this on, Ralph? Do you remember? Uh, was it on a show? Was it streaming? Die. What's that show? Funny or Die? Is this Funny or Die? Yeah, I think, right. it, is. Die. I think sure. it is. You're right. You're right. Um, and I've seen a few clips. And I've seen an episode or two. So I guess it would have been on IFC. But I usually always like Zach Galifianakis' uh, comedy style. He has like a very dry, very witty and oddball humor. Like I can't. It's like its own genre almost. It's hard to describe it. You're just not gonna have to see it. You know, uh, kind of like Baskets. Anyone seen Baskets? Anyway, um, and he's very funny. And the whole point is like it's very like uncomfortable humor. But it's set in these scenes of like this guy who plays himself, I guess, his own name. But like he's like a low rent TV host wannabe guy, and he gets an opportunity to interview all the A list celebrities of today. Yeah. And it's um it's a road trip movie as well, and because he's heading to LA, and along the way he's interviewing all these people like Benedict Cumberbatch and um, you know many other people. Ant Man was his name, um, Tessa Thompson, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, thank you, and it's all funny and supremely like all this they're so serious like they are portraying as um celebrities that are being made fun of and they don't like it while he asks these really dumb sometimes racist sometimes misogynist sometimes all these things questions that are just geared to to i don't know clearly make them feel like shit about their own professions and it's just hilarious um and funny enough is that uh these clips are available a lot on tiktok because um the outtakes, which are played during the credits of the show, of the movie, sorry, are like when everyone breaks down laughing, they couldn't hold the, their serious face on it, uh, which takes the sting off the awkwardness after you've seen the movie, um, which is a nice little thing. Uh, I recommend it. It's fun. It's a, it's his own brand of humor, though. It's like key lime pie. It's not, it's not for everyone, but it happened to be for me, and I really enjoyed it. So if you guys even remotely like any of this, watch watch it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw another movie from 2014 called Last Shift. Um, a rookie cop's first shift alone in the last night of a closing police station turns into a living nightmare. Uh, directed by Anthony de Blasi, 
Um, I watched this movie because I heard through the grapevine of the internet that this same director is remaking this same movie this year. He is? Malum or Malum? I forgot the name of it, but yes. Malum or Malum. Yeah. And I wanted to see the original. Right, so I can compare and contrast. Right, watch when I watch the new one. So, and I'm always down for an excuse to watch a horror movie anyway. And mm-hmm. this is an indie horror movie, so why not? Um, it was a solid movie. I wouldn't call it amazing, but it's not bad at all. It's clearly a one location kind of shoot, and it's in a, clearly a some sort of uh, abandoned building because it looks like it's been cleaned up because it, it used to be a police station, and they just tweak it a bit here or there to make it look like an ex police station. And it's really one actor and a few others that come in and out, and it is a very much a supernatural like force going on there um i don't want to say ghost straight up but it's kind of like that it's makes it also mixes in serial killer stuff regarding uh, an old case that the that their small town is well known for as far as like this chaotic bloodshed that happened there um and it's an interesting funny movie it's a fun not funny fun movie to watch uh the 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 gore and the horror of it um i mean it could always go higher in my opinion <laughs> but it was pretty pretty nice um, and I do recommend the, the lead actress uh, kind of, I would say, nailed it um, uh, for the most part. There's a few little whatevers. But uh, what's her name again? Let me find it. Uh, Juliana Harkeby, uh, which who I don't know very well, obviously. Um, yeah, I recommend it. It's a solid horror movie. I can't wait to see what the remake will be, obviously, with a bigger budget, I imagine. I wonder... I wonder why. I want to know like the reasons for everything. And obviously watching this remake of the same movie by the same guy only six, seven, no, eight years later um, means something important. I want to know what. It, so it's kind of rare. This happens really rarely. Um, have you guys ever seen Funny Games? Um, the horror movie? It's very familiar. It was pretty popular. The American Funny Games came out, I don't know, this is early 2000s. And... That one was directed by the same director who also made that movie called Funny Games in Germany. Or I think he was, I think he's German, maybe Austrian. And he made, he remade his own movie a few years of difference. Mm-hmm. And the only difference between them is like the language. Obviously, there are differences in the movie, but like a lot of the same shot, the same exact premise, everything's the same, you know. Um, and it's very fascinating when this happens. It happens super rarely, but it's always fun to watch both. Anyway, so that's the last shift. Um, I had to rent it. It's not a shutter or anything, so that's my. So oh, that's kind of annoying. It was a dollar to rent though on iTunes. So if you guys want, mm, to, still I, annoying. It might still be a dollar, but I don't know. Definitely do not know. Um, speaking of horror movies, I saw the latest Scream movie. <laughs> I think I stopped at like four. Don't days. spoil. Because I may go watch it on Friday. But actually, let me know. Should I go watch it on Friday? Uh, okay, I'll, I can do it without spoilers. So I'll read the synopsis, which is pretty vague, Ralph, so don't worry. In the next installment, the survivors of the Ghostface killings leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter in New York City. And that is the premise. Um, hopefully, New York is not a problem because in the poster, New York is in the background. So, <laughs> for this movie. Um, yeah, so um, I'm a big Scream fan. All of them. All of them. Um, three might be the worst one of them, but uh, I think four was a great comeback, and five was surprisingly better than I thought it was going to be, considering Wes Craven had died between four and five. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was worried, you know, everyone, as regards to this weird slasher franchise that still kind of keeps slashing. it going. No, it's still slashing, but keeps it going. Like, keeps one-upping itself in a certain way. Keeps, uh, obviously, being, like, the best of its kind, which is schlocky slasher movie. 
It's like the best version of it, you know? Mm. And of course, it's ridiculous and all that. It's supposed to be. Um, but this new one, I would say it doesn't meet the, the... It's not like it's not part five. It's not part four. But it is not part three either. I think it's a, a better than that, too. Um, it's, it's a really good one. I had a lot of fun with it. And it was fun predicting. It was fun guessing. And just like all the other ones, man. Mm. And... Um, some of it uh, with the surviving members, you know, as to not who the ghost face killer is necessarily, but the ones that survive or maybe survives. Um, I found some of that stuff to be a little weirdly written and a little kind of annoying and conniving or contriving. But um, overall, I would highly recommend it. You know, Raf, I know you're a Scream fan because yeah. I made you watch him a lot in the 90s with me. Yeah. So uh, I think you would enjoy it. Okay. Um, I mean, I like one. All last scenes that this ghost I like, face I like one. No other does. Yeah, way. I like one. I like two because it's memorable. Three yeah. is a me uh four was surprisingly better yeah and then uh yeah well five is this right or six yeah. five five six this is six six this so six. five was surprisingly good and five well, is on paramount plus actually i want to say four i don't think i saw oh watch four it's really great yeah yeah really great not just great yeah really great it might be my favorite one that in the first one okay yeah well we'll see if ashley wants to go watch it if not i'll watch something else okay well uh still in theaters so check it out guys scream six highly recommend it was a lot of fun uh, and that is it for what we've been watching, or recent discoveries, I should say. Um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to review our first film of the evening, which is what, Luke? 65. Stay with us. An astronaut crash lands on a mysterious planet only to discover he's not alone. 65. <laughs> Starring Adam yep. Driver. Mm-hmm. And pretty much Adam Driver. Well, there's another actress there. Yeah, uh, Ariana Greenblatt. As Thank you. Koa. And then oh, the flashback people. Uh, yeah, a couple of flashbacks. Yeah. 65. I think this is you know, the Metacritic score for this movie as well. A PG-13 summer blockbuster movie that said, we're not going to put it in the summer because it sucks. So we're going to push it up to March. So that's clearly what you think. Of the movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just starting. Um, yeah, sure. I think this movie was uh, okay at best. I Kind of predictable. And just kind of boring. Like, it's one of those things like, oh, what's the next obstacle that's going to happen to get in their way of getting to their destination mm-hmm. on this weird planet, which actually is our planet. Just 65 million years ago when dinosaurs roamed. Right. Which is what the number, which is what the title is referring to, right? Mm-hmm. It's like they're living in a, in a Star Wars land, right? A long time ago in the galaxy far, far away kind yes. of thing. Right? And they use Kylo Ren. And they <laughs> use Kylo Ren, right? Yeah. This is before he joined the dark side. Clearly. <laughs> this is his transition piece. Or maybe <laughs> after all that noise, you know? Became a working man. Settle down, family. Yeah. Right. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. What did you guys think? Uh, I thought this movie was uh, left a lot of potential on the table, right? Um, like, I'm not saying you know they all have to have a whole thing about it, but like, I feel like there was no, there was no, uh, there was nothing in the movie had to offer besides that they didn't want to die. Um, you know, besides wanting to go home, I guess, which feels like the same thing. 
Um, it's a survival movie. And it's just that, you know. And I feel like um, if you're going to make a movie like this, especially nowadays, I feel like you have to have something to say. And I feel like um, a person that f- sees this movie fondly would find that one thing that it has to say. But I feel like so many other things have done it better and more succinctly and had layers to it. I feel like this one didn't have a whole lot about the uh, Adam Driver character besides um, the daughter aspect, of course. Um, didn't give us a whole lot about him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know much about him as a person besides the fact that he loves his daughter a lot and barely thinks of his wife at all. <laughs> um, and the little girl who speaks a different language the whole movie, I don't know why they decided to do this. I feel It feels to me that there was another area right there where they could have fleshed out a character and had these two people who don't know each other, right? Like you're gonna have potential for a lot of things in there. Even, even if it's just to get us to love these characters in some way or empathize with them in a certain way, where we would give a shit if they're in danger. I never felt that throughout the movie. Um, the, the 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 conceit, the premise, the concept of this movie being that they, which is not a mystery at all, by the way. I'm not saying because of the title. I'm just saying there is nothing mysterious about this planet they're on. Right. Okay. Right, it it was so obvious. I'm just gonna say that it's so fucking obvious from minute one to me that if they were hoping for some sort of realization, like some sort of Planet of the Apes ending, they did not do that. Okay, um, I, I'm just making sure. I, I think it's pretty, super obvious. I don't think the movie was trying to hide it, but just in case, because there's a few points in the movie where like it felt like it was hiding it. Anyway, whatever. Um, but the whole idea, the concept of like uh, surviving as two humans, which are oddly enough humans also, by the way, says what? I don't know. Um, landing on our planet before we existed and dealing with dinosaurs before the comet or the asteroid. Um, it's fun. It's a fun thing. But I feel like that's the only thing the movie has going for it. And I wanted something way more, way more. Even something trying, even if it failed at trying something more, is better than what we got. So, yeah, I thought it was kind of a mad movie, despite the fact that I like some of those scenes. Didn't love any of them, though, but I like some of them. Uh, what about you, Ruff? Uh I mean, it was, like, fun moments to watch, I suppose. Like, okay, I, I guess now I know how a futuristic-ish person with, like, guns and grenades are going to do against <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> Like, right, right. I, the movie starts great, which is it literally says sixty five million years ago, you know, right. and it's uh, Earth, right? And it's cool because it explains the whole thing with uh, the, the what's it called the asteroid that's about to hit Earth and uh, all that other jazz. Um, uh, so what I what I didn't like about this movie is um, essentially what you just said, Oscar. Um, is they had this thing where they could have done more. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, I think we'd say that about every movie, right? Um, that we that we don't like, they just could have done more. Well, we do live in a post everything everywhere all at once world. This is true. <laughs> but the problem, no, no, no. But I feel like they, I feel like they handicapped they themselves by having this girl not talk, not speak the same language. Like. 100%. And I just don't know why. I, I don't understand why. Like. And I'm so confused as to was the writer well, lazy or something? Like what the fuck? The, the the technology in this movie is very inconsistent. I noticed. Yeah, you have way. like well, like 
self-repairing ship and you have all this but you have these mediocre you have a little fucking tiny little flashlight thing on <laughs> on your chest like are you fucking shitting me yeah, yeah. like there's also it does look like a predator flashlight which kind of like like a predator or like uh, oh yeah yeah thing, yeah which was kind of cool but at the same time like what is it using railvac batteries like what's going on guys <laughs> like i agree and he can like I, there is yeah there is some stuff for sure that you're just like what the fuck it is inconsistent. I felt like uh, they were like, we could do this from... I saw this in the video game. Yeah, we should include that. I saw oh. this in a thing. We should do that too. Okay. It feels like Adam Brody... Oh, Adam Brody, fucking Christ. Um, Adam Driver um, had to had to fulfill a contract of some kind and made this movie because I don't feel like he's putting his full cards on this movie. You know what I'm saying? Not that there's a lot in it. He's got to be worried and surviving that's like his two modes you know what i'm saying like it's a, the movie doesn't give him a lot to work with yeah. but it feels like he's just like going through the motions kind yeah of. but i also feel like he's probably doing it mainly on like green screen also that so yeah some of the some of these things were not so realistic yeah right so if you're doing a lot of stuff on a green screen then you're kind of like screwed. Yeah. um yeah. yeah i don't know i guess maybe i I don't, I don't know what I wanted from this movie. I, I got what I wanted, which was action. That was cool. The, all that stuff. But, um, and I, I get the prep that, like, setting it in, on Earth 65 million years ago was kind of cool, too. Um, mm-hmm. And the stuff that happens along the way, some of the stuff that I'm just like, okay, sure. Um, but, yeah, I just missed opportunity on, like, and I, yeah, it's a survival movie. Okay. But that's, I don't know. It's not even about the hope of the human spirit, or anything. it's not even about that at all. Like it's like it has nothing, you know. Um, yeah, I you know? I guess I can. Which is not human. I don't know. Whatever. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess I can talk about. I don't know. I just feel like uh, lackluster. At least put like a put some elf ears on him. Make him a different. Like why <laughs> something? Right? They did establish something about like other class or something because he said you must be from the upper realms or upper... Yeah, I, I think that, that just means I the 1%. Like, upper territories, I think. Yeah, that's just money. Upper, yeah. I think I that's thought, just money. Yeah, he's just a poor guy. Well, he says upper territories. And, I thought that was just like from the mountains or something. That's what I... Yeah, that's that's how I took it. Hmm. More like uh, you're like the free people. Like, All I know is that in this other world, like, he's, he still has to pay a shit ton of money for a, for a surgery for his, his license. <laughs> same pro- same problem. Same problem. It's just like I feel like there's no effort for creativity. Nothing here. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. I was so Apparently, easy. these are the writers from A Quiet Place. So. Oh, there you go. Um, a Quiet Place is better, I will say. Yeah. Um, but I think that one, uh, that movie is uh, more um, directed better than it is written. But, um. Yeah, this unfortunately, man, this movie is so I can't bounce a lot off of. You know, I can't give a whole lot. I can just say what I would have wished for. Um, you know, I think this movie would have been also more interesting if it was just him and be about like re- discovering this land, being like a witness to our world where we never would, could have seen it, right? And they could have really enjoyed and relished into not just the visuals, but mm. the. The well, land itself, and I mean, it could have been about many things. They could have done so many interesting things. And if um, it was just him, he would probably Cobain himself, like you attempted to. Uh, remind me, what scene was that? Remember, he so he deleted like he sent out like a distress signal. Then yeah. he deleted it and said, uh, "No one survived, so don't bother sending." That was the beginning of the movie. Yeah, right, right. right okay, and so he was going to pretty much off himself. Yeah. Right, so yeah. it would have been a short film. 
Well, then just don't have them off. Just don't have them do that. There you go. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just seems kind of like like a bad like a bad episode of Star Trek. You know, like where they land up some planet and they're stuck with this little girl and they have to get back to the ship. You know, I feel like an episode in a show makes more sense than a whole movie. Um, or again, it has. I feel like it has nothing to say. I mean, I, the mother and daughter relationship be bond is strong. They can leech onto a stranger. I, I don't. I don't really know. Um, I also didn't really particularly like him lying. This isn't the beginning now. Uh, him lying about the fact that her parents are dead, or at least not trying to let her know that they're not alive anymore. It feels like he gave up on that because he was trying to tell her at first, right? And then he's like, "Oh, but she can't speak his language," so. He has to like, uh, yeah, they're good. They're in the mountain. We have to get up there, right? Um, I thought that that was a, a bad setup, and I didn't think it ended well with that either. Like, it didn't really go anywhere either, you know. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's no spoilers we have to do for this movie. Do you guys want to do spoilers? I mean, what I, is there I, to spoil? I, I really don't know. Well, yeah, right. That is true because it's basically go to point A to point B. I mean, B. okay. Well, there is one thing. Maybe we should do spoilers. Okay, spoilers in three. Okay, we'll do it. Yeah, three, two. So the real thing, and this is so hokey, is that the asteroid is coming any day now. Okay, that's a spoiler, right? Because that's definitely right. something that a- any day, as in the like next literally day. the next day after, because the movie takes place over three days, I think four days, yeah. I don't remember. And uh, it's they literally make it right out as it's fucking approaching. Like that's how that's how in the nick of time it treats it like. John McClane running after the explosion, like away from the door frame, right. just as the bomb blows, you know? Yeah. Like, it's one of those, but set to a whole planet. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of hokey, even though it was kind of, it looked cool. But, yeah. like, it was so hokey to me. I don't know how I feel with you guys. Was yeah. that what, did, was that a roll over your eyes moment when he's like, oh no, there's an asteroid hitting? Like, what was, what were you thinking? Oh, I, was thinking. What, I was like, what timing? <laughs> <laughs> what timing? <laughs> You can't even chill there at all for like a week and explore. Um, you have that fancy ass technology, but you don't have a translator in that goddamn little computer. Right. No, 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 no. Come but, on. Wait, wait. He, yes. said the, he said the translator was broken. Yes, I, he did. Say yeah, that. but the other thing that could, you know, tell you where you are, everything, you know, your other smartphone type device that can tell you. Yes. Didn't work. Can, didn't can't do translation function of it's an engineering something you already. It does seem like they have way too many things that one thing can right, do. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So the, this, the big, the real biggest problem with the movie is in like is the the relation what they want to you know, what they want to do this character and I think is what they wanted to do. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. This, the the girl is supposed to play his daughter, and he's supposed to play his parent, her parents. After, right. And they're supposed yeah. to get to you know, and like, <laughs> and then it would skip along the way to the end, and then make it through everything, and everything's gonna be okay, right? Right. That's essentially what it's trying to say, right? And because we've seen this story many times, which is fine, but yeah. like they do a horrible job at it. Um, I mean, and they yeah. don't. They, there's no appeal to it. Like I said, he's about to off himself in the beginning, and he sees someone still alive. Okay, so let me actually try to not off myself, right? Let me, let me, let me do something justify the reason that I'm still alive or whatever. But he doesn't even like. 
he has almost nothing to live for. His daughter's dead. He doesn't care about his wife. We already established that. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, in a weird way, right? He's so like, he, very little to live for. And they don't even, they, they, they have us make that leap. And the barely, I only make that leap because I've seen the story so many times before. So like, yeah. And other stories have done it way better. Like, I just. I was going to say, you know what's worse? That what's worse timing than an asteroid about to hit and a crash planet and a crash landing on a planet that's uh, about to get demolished. You know what's yeah. worse than that kind of timing is having this movie come out a week after The Last of Us, just which is about which is like the best version of this kind of story. Right. And season one just ended. Right. You know. Yeah. Um. That's no bad timing. I actually have not seen that. That's bad. But you played the game, haven't you? You played the game. Shut the fuck up, then. Um, Maybe that's horrible timing. Yeah. Horrible timing. Horrible timing. We literally see a mother-daughter relationship bloom over Adam Driver in one scene. Right. Right. So so bad timing. Um. Anyway, now now I'm done. I just want to mention the asteroid. Yeah, the T Rex battle was okay. Whatever. Uh, I feel like um, Jurassic Park, even the Lost World, did better. So whatever. Um, is that it, guys? Really? It's I mean, be a really there's one. not much to this movie. Yeah, there's all, all three of these might be short. I, you know what I liked about this movie? Yeah. It it was short. It just it kind of did its thing and it did. Honestly, it. I was I will surprised how fast that movie went by. That, I actually dug it. That's why. That's why I'm like, I'm hate. I'm ragging on it right yeah, now, right? Yeah. But like when I saw it, I was just like, yeah, it was okay. I'll like, say this though. I'll uh, say this for a semi-positive. Is it feels like a classic, and I mean classic in the ninety sense movie of the week oh it does 100 feels that right way. it feels yeah. like a classic version of that movie mm-hmm. right it saw it's like it saw a movie that was like it saw jaws and it tries to do another jaws but movie of the week version you know right, like right, right. the one cool part that i actually thought was Flaws. fun <laughs> was bad. when that like t-rex Not thing bad. like way too clever for you fucking skin melted off by like that sulfur that was cool yeah yeah was you like, mean yellowstone that. yeah was yellowstone awesome. Yeah, that was they were, yeah, they were also, it landed in America guys. too. He can't land anywhere else. <laughs> it has to be America. What the hell, guys? You know, what the hell? No, no, I mean, that lose. could have been Pangea. That was before. That's like, not what they were trying to tell us, man. Like everything. Well, the land off. he was on was close to Yellowstone, so wherever it breaks off into, Back it breaks off into America. It was all one mass. <sighs> they didn't look like that on the Earth. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. Yeah, you know I'm right, Luke. Okay. Anyway, anyway, that is it for our review, a short review for a short movie, 65. It's in theaters right now. Please do not check it out. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to review our next film of the evening, which is what, Luke? Luther, The Fallen Son. S-U-N, though. I yes. fucked that up, by the way. Stay with us. Brilliant, but disgraced detective John Luther breaks out of prison to hunt down a sadistic serial killer who is terrorizing London. Luther, be the Fallen that. Sun, mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yeah. S-U-N. S-U-N, not S-O-N. Yes. Right. All right. All right. Um, want me to go first on this one? Um, yes. I think you. So I originally picked this movie. I thought I've seen all of Luther. I don't think I saw the fifth season. So, so yeah, the fifth season came out of nowhere, and it came many years after season four. Like, it was like a surprise season. Like, See, I, I blinked. And I looked over and like watched the latest episode on the on the latest season. I'm like, what? Luther's still going? And then I checked it. Like, oh, they added no season. They just made a new season. So I don't know where. So I, I watched it though. Um, yeah. So I I'm I'm caught up. I'm a big Luther fan, uh, mainly because I'm a big Idris Elba fan. I saw I was watching Luther back at, right after I saw The Wire because uh, Idris Elba is also famously in The Wire. Um, 
And in that show, uh, that show being the first time I've ever seen Andrew Elba. This is before he became a huge star where he's in every movie nowadays, which he is, by the way. He's in a lot of fucking movies nowadays. Um, but uh, back then he started on TV and he started with The Wire for me. And then I saw Luther and I was like, oh, this fucking guy's British. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. And uh, he's excellent in that. I, I really like Luther a lot at the time. And uh, I, I feel like I want to do a rewatch of the entire show. Um, to see how it holds up. Um, I remember a lot of fond memories of some of the killers and and uh, especially that serial killer that he befriends, so to speak, in the first season um, that goes on all the way to the fifth season. Um, uh, I want to see if all that really holds up as it does well in my head, but I think it does. And I remember thought that the, the story was very dark. This, uh, this whole Luther show is very dark, compelling. It is. Tra- it does work with. Uh, it does play within the traditional roles of detective versus serial killer aspect stuff for sure. He's a very dark individual. He's very fucked up. He has a lot of problems. But the the show, I figured, I feel, unlike many other kind ki- ki- cop shows, embraces his dark side into a positivity almost like, in, a, in almost like in a weird, like it's his powers way. You know, it's almost like his ability, right? Um, cause he's part criminal too. Hella, you know, he's not like, he is not squeaky clean at all. And think, that's always, I mean, that's from like the first episode of Luke. Well, the very first episode, that's right. something that's pretty well known. Like um, the shield first episode. Yeah, it is kind of <laughs> like the shield, but <laughs> the shield is about separating way, yeah. those two, right? The shield is about, it's not about that, but it, you're right. In the sense that a cop is a criminal, you're right. It is like that. Um, but Luther, I, I thought I had a very interesting, compelling way to show it to, um, Really weird writing, I would say. Weird good. It's just like, i never seen that kind of writing before. Um, yeah, I like to show a lot. Now, this movie, Fallen Sun, it does feel like an extended episode. Very much so. It does feel like an extended episode. And that's, I guess that's probably a bad thing. Because uh, I feel like if it's going to be an extended episode, why, why I, get, I don't know how BBC does things, guys. Because sometimes their shows have episodes where they're entire movie long. And... Like Sherlock, Sherlock for example. Holmes? They're all 90 minutes, yeah. by the way. Like, I don't understand how any of this works. But what I mean that it's a bad thing, that it feels like an episode, is that I feel like it doesn't have um, any great purpose to why make this movie. Why return Luther 13 years after its premiere, you know? Uh, and <laughs> I feel like just having another episode case, don't get me wrong, a big-ass case. This is a big, the Fallen Sun is a big-ass fucking thing. But, like, not to Luther that much, you know? Because we've seen him go through this kind of shit before, other than jail. And, like, um, I feel like it added nothing to this character, for me. And besides introducing a couple new characters into the mix regarding DCI, what's your name? Um, is that I feel like it doesn't have a lot to say about this character. And not, not anything new, and not, and not anything final. There's no period at the end of the movie. It feels like it's just another, like another day. It's not another day, but it's another. You know what I mean? It's just another episode. And I feel like they could have done something more, be a more of a serenity type, where like it ends the fucking thing, or like unless they're gonna keep going. Maybe this is a springboard for season six. I have no idea. But like, if it is the case, I'll eat my hat a little bit. But overall, I still don't think it's worthy of a movie. It should be two episodes. In the new season, you're going to... Pre- like, I don't know what they're doing. And I feel like um, I was expecting something more... And again, it doesn't have to be final, but something more impactful than what we got. Again, I thought a lot of stuff wasn't that in it was really cool. I liked the killer in the movie. <laughs> What's his name? Um, 
the motion the motion capture guy. What's his name? The bad guy. <gasps> Andy Circus. Thank you. Andy Circus, I think he's uh delicious as an evil guy. He clearly chews all the scenery in the world and he's been nailing it lately with all his movies recently, so um I liked him in it. Um some of the stuff was a little too over the top, but overall it was okay, very Luthery. And uh, I just wish it was more than just another episode. So yeah, that's what I think. All right. Um, what do you say? think, man? So how much of Luther have you seen? Except for just only the one season you missed. I believe I saw the first three seasons, but it's been such a long time I forgot most of what happened. Yeah, especially he's a cop that does very shady things, but gets results. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Overall movie was fine like I said it's mid-March what got March me... is not known for bad year I'm got Creed this month guys <laughs> that was February I thought no that was March wasn't it no, that was early March it was March, March. It doesn't matter. March. we're mid-March <laughs> what does that so matter I don't, I don't know the thing was it was just it seemed like a little all over the place this is what happens when you have too much time and money. Like this uh, main, like the villain. Yeah, <laughs> this should span years. Yeah, they did skip. Uh, yeah, they did skip some time there. So, mm-hmm. and man, you got to dig up a lot of good dirt and, on people and not give you know, so they can kill themselves at true <laughs> willingness. <laughs> Very specific. Uh, it was cool, cool to watch though. I would say. Kind of, you weren't expecting some some of those things, no. probably. So, no, yeah, I did not. <laughs> um, although, like some of the things that like did happen, I was like, yeah, like this show is clever with uh, it's 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 criminal sometimes. You know, I remember those two guys that that had uh, super soakers filled with like that acid in the show. Yeah, no, they would go around in a mall, like in a crowded place, and just shoot fucking acid with squirt guns at people in their faces <laughs> and shit. Interesting. I was I never seen that before. <laughs> And we had the D and D guys. Remember the D and D guys? I don't know. That was scary. Man, anyway. I don't remember anything much of this show. Then it was these these uh, these guys who would go around. Um, like they would have a little book that were were like it's like they were playing a D and D character, but they were killers the whole time, right? And so, but real life, it's like LARPing. And uh, they would throw a die on the ground. It would tell them like, okay, go to a crowded area or go to the supermarket, whatever. And then from there, throw another die and this means something else. And, and, and a, a certain number will, that will give you like the weapon you're choosing, you know, it's like, oh, we'll grab your hammer, kill three people. Like, okay, that's what I'm gonna do. You know, like it's all based on a, on a roll of a die. And that's like part of the thing. Hmm. Uh, I thought it was cool. Um, yeah. Watch, we, we should we watch it. <laughs> it's not bad. Anyway, you were, sorry, you were saying I could try Ralph, what about you? I don't know. Uh, this had the um, the Veronica Mars and all the other oh, effect, that's what I was say. effects yes. on me. You know, the if you didn't watch the show, are you doing it justice? Is this movie going to do justice for you at all? And for me, it was an extended episode. I have seen at least the first two seasons of Luther from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't remember Luther. It's been so long. That's the problem. I remember Luther being this type of cop, but all the stuff that I feel like I feel like the the pushover from I, what did I miss? Why is he? I know he's not an ethical cop, right? But like, yeah. but like to get arrested that bad, like I didn't, you know, 
Yeah. I didn't see that. I just like that, that we have all the actual proof. That's my question. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's going on in this. I, I agree with you about Andy Circus. Andy Circus plays a phenomenal uh, villain. And uh, besides, you know, Idris Elba plays Idris Elba, which, which is Luther. It's not a bad role, but I felt like I missed something. And uh, maybe just not seeing the rest of the show is missing something. Maybe in those last two seasons, there was something about this that led up to it. I don't know anything about the Andy Circus character, which is David Roby. Um, I don't know anything about the character. So, I mean, I don't know if it's just something new, a different case, whatever the case is. But it, uh, it felt short for me, for sure, the movie. And uh, I actually hated... Uh, uh, Cynthia Arrivo's character, um, and just uh, the lack of like wanting to uh, not even care about anything, like just dismiss everything that Luther's done ever, you know. Um, and uh, she's the new what? What are the, what are they called? DCI. Uh, DCI. I don't know. Yeah, she's the new person in charge, and um, and she <laughs> doesn't even want to deal with anything that you know, like. And there's a lot of stuff that we're like, are we just like? It feels in a weird way dated, and I don't know if that's just the British way or I don't know whatever the case is, but it just it didn't it didn't fit right. None of it felt right at all, and we're just like we're just gonna dismiss this. Like we're just gonna walk over this. We're just gonna gloss over this thing. There's a lot of stuff that happens in the movie that just that that it just didn't feel right. Sad to say for me. Uh, there's some cool stuff that happens in the movie for sure, but it took me two tries to watch this movie, um, hmm. or two attempt two two viewings. Two I, had to watch it. I had to watch it in two sittings, yeah. Because, um, well, I fell asleep the first time. And, um, I know because it's, it's a long movie too. It's not. It's not just it's two hours. Yeah, so I was surprised it took that long. Yeah, well, I fell asleep the first time because I was. I did it after work. I was watching it and I was like, and I, I literally fell asleep. And I was like, it was like five. I don't know how many. I was like an hour in. And I, I, you know, I missed like five minutes. I fell asleep to like five minutes of it. And I hit pause. I was like, oh man, I wonder how much more is left of this. Like, I'm only halfway. I was like, fuck. And I was like, okay. I mean, I, I figured I was doing something, but I was like, all right, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to watch this later then. So I watched it when I woke up the next day and I was just like, I'll just watch it now. Like, just get rid of it, get it over with. Um, but yeah. yeah, like I said, sadly it falls short for me, but I, maybe that's just because I didn't watch the rest of the source material. Um, or I'm not as invested as a character. Don't get me wrong; he does things, but he's also I don't know. I just like he's not Sherlock. He just does things unconventionally. You know what I'm saying? I'm not expecting him to do anything crazy, but why? Well, he does seem like I have this power of empathy, right? This power, right? But that's the like, thing. It's just like, thing. and then also like the mom. Oh, that mom pissed me off. Like, blame it on him. Like, you wanted this. Like, eh, there's just a lot of stuff going on. It just like it just felt so like ugh, like not good. And it just mm-hmm. didn't fit right. And it was just like, it felt forced. And I was just like, eh, well, that sucks. Because that sucks because I, I think the show was good. And I'm just, I feel like this movie is just like, why? What's the, I was just why. So. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it as bad as a Sex and the City movie. You know, when it comes to like a, a movie based on a hit TV show. Um, it's not as bad as that. Or even as Entourage, for example. Another one. Um but I would say it's uh, it's closer to a Deadwood, the movie, which I think is the best one. Deadwood. I don't think I even remember that one. It's so good. That movie is great finale to that show. Um, I think it, it's a, it's around there. I, I like here's 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 my criteria about it because I saw this movie as I was watching it. I was obviously I'm the only one here who's seen the whole show and probably has seen it the most recent, give or take. Um, so with that said, I think this movie does pass mustard as far as like not 
you don't have to see the the show to watch this movie. Um, so Ralph, that Cynthia River character is new. Like uh, the 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 everyone She's everyone but bad. everyone but Luther and his old uh, captain that was retired that they brought back um, are basically are, are, everyone else is new or like it's a, it's a, just a new case basically and I, a lot of new people. I kind of figure that. I thought that's the yeah. only case, and I was hoping. No, I'm saying, and I case. think that other than the one thing where he has to use an accomplice from his old life that, uh, to escape prison, like other than that, that's the only real connection to something that happened in the seasons. But like other than that, it's not like um, it's not anything. Uh, serial killers new, everything's new, um, or not new, but part of this. Like it's not; it's confined to this movie. So I would say that's a positive from the movie. Granted, I'm with you about a lot of that stuff. I'll try. I th- I thought I found the wife, the victim's wife, thing to be. Oh, the mother, sorry, to be also very annoying and kind of trite. But um, but I think I might be the one that likes this movie the most. Um, not that I love it or anything. I thought it was, I thought it was good, but not great. Yeah. And I think it could definitely be better. Because, again, I have no um, – it's, it's, hang, it's, it's like it's hung up on its success from before. And because of that, they didn't do anything more than just making another episode. And as far as the quality of an episode compared to its entire five season run, it is not in the top ten. You know what I'm saying? This 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 movie is not in the top ten of their episodes. You know. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's why over, overall coming. Um, you know, it's not a great episode. It's not a bad one, but it's not like it's not that much special either. Um, right. Really weird stuff, though. I, I like the the world component of it. Like, I feel like. Oh the, yeah. Well. Yeah, usually you don't get that necessarily with uh, with the with the criminals he catches. He, I mean, some of them are for sure. They're all like news heavy kind of items. But like this guy, Andy Serkis, really goes for the throw for the world and the and London watching. He really goes for the fear and a, and a mass scale, right? Um, yeah. And I thought that was fun. Um, yeah, I, I like that stuff. It was a cool concept. Yeah. Well, you know, I missed the word the what component. The whole the whole idea that this isn't just a guy killing here and there or whatever to get his rocks off. Don't get me wrong, he is, but like there's a whole like inclusion of the world, like the whole oh, world, world is watching. Component. Yeah. Oh, that's what you meant. I was like, what? the world. I think, I'm like, do you see yeah. woke component? No, this? no, not woke <laughs> world. Okay. Um. Yeah. I thought that was uh, that was interesting because usually you don't get that. Serial killers don't do that. You know what I mean? I mean, sure, Son of Sam got all New York. Uh, in a frenzy and hiding and shit, but this was like that, but like more, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you guys want to go to spoilers for this movie? Don't know. I mean, I mean, there's some things to spoil, <laughs> but not that many. There's a lot to spoil. What are you talking about? I mean, there's a lot of plot points to spoil, but do right, we exactly. want to talk about them? That's my point. Hmm. I'm only asking because I don't have a lot. I don't know. Whatever. Okay, when in doubt, do it. Let's go to spoilers for uh, Luther, the Fallen Son, starting now. It was not the daughter hanging. That was cool. I didn't see that coming. I did. I oh, saw really? that. Yeah, I was like, they're, like, they're not going to kill her fucking daughter. Well, that's the thing is that I, I think the show before would have done that. And then, no, and the way it's they like what the show off, is known for. The way they doing played this it off, she's like hugging, and I'm like, you can't even see the fucking face. You're just assuming that your daughter moved the hair for fuck's sake. Confirm. Confirm. And she's just like, oh, wait, no, this isn't my daughter. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Hmm. 
Um, yeah. But uh, the scene when they're torturing in front of the cameras and stuff, which, by the way, um, and I didn't bring this up, but no guy, only guys are watching people getting murdered. There's not a single woman that would watch online someone getting murdered. We're Very wrong. I get it. It's mainly a guy heavy thing, this kind of violence, but come on, you know? Yeah, um, pretty fucked up, not gonna lie. <laughs> also, and hiring only serial killers to do all this serial killing online, you know, it doesn't seem very stable. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I don't know who you would hire anyway, but like that guy was a guy at the end when the whole place was about to blow up and shit. You know, the whole a kerosene fire sprinkle thing. That guy was insane. <laughs> that guy was clearly another serial killer, and like he was like, "I'm taking you all. I will all go down." You know, I was like, "Oh, what kind of?" maniac does he hire you know seems like he's ready to commit suicide as long as he gets others with him you know um yeah i i, I didn't love how they were shooting it's just the way they shot it i don't like the way they were shooting how he was in the water and then he gets rescued still because it didn't seem like he had enough time there you know what i'm saying yeah like but he, at the same time that scenes looked really cool it looked cool. It looked like Skyfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Skyfall yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Skyfall with bodies, basically, <laughs> bunch yeah. of bodies. Um, yeah, that's some. That is a lot of planning ahead, you know. And this also this reminds me also. Uh, because remember that Sherlock episode in the British Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock, where he meets that serial killer that's rich. Uh-huh. You guys remember that? I think so. Yeah, in season three, I want to say maybe four. I don't remember. Um. He meets this uh, guy who uh, is obsessed with H.H. H. Holmes or whatever. And he basically built a sophisticated, actually evidence-proof kill house or whatever where he, he constantly gets people in and kidnaps them and ha- owns everything, owns hospitals and builds in all this shit and, and uses that to his advantage to kill more people and hide from it, right? It feels like this movie does a little bit of that with Andy Serkis and his, and his power and his prestige and his money. It's like, what can someone of this caliber do if they have all these resources? That's kind of scary a thought to think about. Um, I would say it goes off the rails with the whole internet thing, in my opinion. Um, I would say like the very precipice of where this movie doesn't go off the rails is right where all those people jump off into fucking, you know, what's a, their Times Square. Whatever, when they all jump to commit suicide, you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, Piccadilly Circus. Piccadilly Circus, thank yes. you. Um, like that was the edge of my. That was like after that, the movie went even crazier. Um, I just, yeah, what the the makeup on the or the deformed mother with that crazy face thing? Yeah, I, I you know did you, did you did you get right away that that was his wife? No. Did you not get it now? <laughs> I think they mentioned. I, the I movie. thought it was. Well, I thought she was way older. And you just couldn't tell because of how fucked up the uh, face was. No, that was his oh, wife. Like, yeah, that was his wife. Yeah. yeah, that was his wife the whole time. Just torturing his wife. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's and uh, I wish I would have seen that confession, though. They kind of just blah, blah over that confession where she gives all the information. I feel like, why even show her before if you're not going to give us the goods in the, on right. camera? But, but whatever. Um, I wasn't as pissed off as a Cynthia Rivas character as you were, Roth. Um But, uh, yeah, like her thing kind of switches from... This, this like, you know, by the book kind of investigator to like a mother trying to save a child, right? And those are the real kind of in between stuff. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't love. They should have called the cabaret a long fucking time ago. Um, and with that, you know, 
that uh, that torturing this themselves scene, I like I would have just stabbed Luther in the arm. He's he just said stab him, not stab him in the gut, by the way. And she <laughs> stabbed Right. Him. Yeah, that's true. Just saying. Um yeah. And that's that's basically it. No, here's my question for you guys actually. Okay. Now that the whole story's over. Um did the movie convince you that only Luther could have caught this guy? Uh, that's a good question. Now the guy is afraid of him. That's why he builds this whole thing to get him in, right? All this stuff. Yeah. But like, obviously, he thinks that. But do you believe that? Uh I think they set it up for that. That's the thing. Hmm. Because he's the only one willing to do that. Go into that darkness of it. You know what I'm saying? Since he knows the reality or the harsh reality of how just fucking people are kind of, you know, like this. <laughs> and yeah. um, he's willing to step into that world compared to other people who are not willing to step into that world. Um, I think yeah. that's the setup. So the movie does a good job of setting that up, that saying that Luther is kind of like the only one who can do it or the only one who's willing to put himself in that through the fire. He's willing to walk through the fire, um, which is the reason why he's in prison. But um, hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's that. But um, at the same time, I just feel like it's it's done for both. You know, for both reasons. Yeah, you're right. I think the movie it tends to bend more its story to yeah. to its to its character's will than than a character being able to suss this out himself, like being able to be the one. Like it does feel like the movie's bending to him. Right when it shouldn't, I agree right. with you, Rob. I think the movie does a little bad, little too much of that. Wherein, again, in the show, my recollection being that it doesn't do that, that like this anyway, not this blatant. Um, again, it could be the the runtime too, right? Um, but yeah, I agree with you, Rob. Um, it 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 was only because of him that they caught him, but I did feel like they made circumstances to make it seem like only he could catch him. <laughs> I did like the one part in the thing where. Luther gets like that recording or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, everyone got that recording. Like, you're yeah, not special. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Yeah. Right. We're, we're going to put the guy down. Yeah, yeah. While he's, yeah, punch him while he's down, right? Kick right. Him. All right. Now, is that it for the movie? Yes. We're good? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're going to take our last break here. When we come back, we're going to review another, our last film, which is what, Ralph? Luke, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Boston Strangler. Not that, by the way. Nope, Stay with us. Boston Strangler. Loretta McLaughlin was the reporter who first connected the murders and broke the story of the Boston Strangler. She and Jean Cole challenged the sexism of the early 1960s to report on the city's most notorious serial killer, Boston Strangler. <laughs> on Hulu. I saw the 1960 version. Did you guys watch uh, the 1970? Oh, I got the wrong one, bro. Yeah. There's no reporters in that one. Actually, I'm not, I don't know, idea. Huh. All right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by some dude named Matt Ruskin, who did yeah. other he's done things. things. Yeah, he's he's mainly like a producer, though. That's what I yeah. many his credits for. But starring the one and only, and very underused, Kira Knightley. Why do you say that? Are you joking? Yeah, that's a good For one. this movie, she, I think, 
She's in every scene. <laughs> I think okay. she could have been way better had oh. she had a better script. I mean, she's not swashbuckling like with Johnny Depp. Chris Cooper, but... Carrie Coon, and I don't know. I don't actually don't know how to these people. I think all the budget went to Kira nicely. I mean, you're not okay. entirely wrong, probably. All right. All right. I want to Oscar. No, I started last time. Yep. Actually, he started oh, Ralph. first. <laughs> what do you think about the Boston? Way to stay on the ball, bro. Uh, can I just can I just spoil it now? Oh, I mean, spoil what? Spoil for real Boston? life? Huh? So, what are you going to spoil? Is it real life? Yeah, I guess it's weird, right? How do you spoil real life? Um, no, no, no. Uh, I, this is the. Poor man's better, better, better movie of all the other ones. <laughs> um, oh, this is your favorite of the three? Yeah, the three. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was. Uh, I I liked it, but it it felt like. Um, I don't know if I felt like the movie was always like. I hate when they do this. I hate when like. Why does the movie always have to be bleak? Like the whole movie is bleak. All the time, it's never. There's never a fun moment in this movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the color is drained out of this movie. The color too. is so drained. Yeah, it's just it like it's like when you go to like uh, India and they put the filter on. You know, of like let's make a yellow tint, guys. I thought same that was with, the Mexico filter. Same with Mexico. I was about to say that. Same with Mexico. That like they put a yellow tint over everything. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, that's not how it looks. <laughs> it's just annoying. But besides that. Um, I like how, like, overall the movie plays. I thought Kira Knightley did a good job. I guess I get what you're saying as to maybe they didn't. I, I felt like they didn't use Chris Cooper as much as they should have, me personally. Um, or Alessandro Devola, which, because most of the time they were just following Kira Knightley, which is what's fine because she's the main person, which is what we're doing this for. Um, but I also felt like the, they didn't do a good enough job with her, like, I guess. I, they've just kind of like left it around. Like you should know why. What's her reasoning for wanting to solve these murders, you know, or wanting to find this the Boston Strangler, right? Um, and I just felt like they never. I don't think you should beat it over head with it, but they never really talk about it. They just that's her job, and she wants to do it. That's all, that's all they say essentially. But it's not her job. It's her job to report, right? She's not a detective. Um, yeah, right. It's just weird. But besides the point, um, I thought it was cool. There was I, I like the investigative work overall that they do, that they do all the all the connections, and I like going back to like the times, which is the sixties, right? Am I correct? 60s? Mm, yes. yes. Um, where it's very much so because I, you know, the, that's a huge deal because in the sixties, and they they do a great job of like no one, no police department talked to each other. Just like they, just like they say, they almost Boston, don't do it here today either. Right. Well, very little, but now it's like there's. There's systems in place where yeah. you can look it up, you know, like this person right. here, this person. There's a, there's a lot of things that you can do now compared to back then where, like, if you didn't want to talk to anybody, you have so much potential things that you're, like, leaving off the, off the table for no reason. And just, like, them being able to help out with that stuff, that's cool. And all that stuff that works out, when it works, it works out. Um, what's it called? Overall, they do, a, they do a decent job with, like, showing um, with the murders and all the other things. Uh, even though they kind of like sidestep a lot of it for a rated R movie, um, they don't like show as much as I expected. I didn't even know it was a rated R movie until I like 
when I hit play again, I had to see this twice, but that's because I had timing issues, not because I fell asleep or anything. Um, I just had timing issues. I couldn't finish it at home, so I had to finish it at work. You know, busy at work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, so yeah, what I, I was like, this is rated R. I was like, Oh, I, I feel like they're like avoiding. It's a soft R. It's a soft R. Yeah. It's a it's soft, a really soft R. R. It's, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a little soft. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Um, like I said, I don't hate the movie overall. I left overall liking the, like the story and everything else and how it was. I just, I felt like they, they leaned hard on some stuff that they should have like, they, sh- they that they didn't need to, in my opinion, and it didn't do enough justice for some of the stuff, for especially for the victims um, that they were so supposedly like four because these are two girls trying to fight for the victims of these. What was it fifteen kills? 15? Thirteen. 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 Yeah. Thirteen murders for women, and I'm just like, I just, I don't know, and they never. That that's the the problem I have with the movie overall. Um, but overall, I didn't. I didn't hate Kira Knightley in it. I, I guess, like what you're saying, maybe she did need a better script. I don't know. But hmm. she's such a great actress, and this movie just, just did not showcase it. Yeah, I I will yeah. give what's her name. I always feel like uh, Carrie Coon plays a strong female role. You ever notice that? She's she's always great. Yeah, yeah. I love her and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sorry except, if I rambled on. Except long. her Avengers thing, which she was barely in it. Infinity War. And Endgame, I guess, a little bit. All right. Um, yeah, honestly, I thought this was gonna be a. I thought this was a PG thirteen movie until I had to like double check it. I felt it was very tame. Like they yeah. could have. Well, what did you uh, want? What would you have wanted? I, I don't know. They could have. It seems like when I'm gonna compare this to. Uh, <coughs> oh, God, what is that movie? Other, Zodiac? Zodiac, yes. I think Zodiac could have been a little it could have been a little more graphic. Could have been a little more pushing it, you know? Make sure it gets that R rating for some reason. Well Zodiac has style, right? This yeah. movie is more like paint by numbers. Yeah, you know what? What's that other Boston movie but about the the priest and stuff? The, with the, yeah, the, the, the one Spotlight. With Spotlight, yeah, Spotlight. It reminded me a lot more of like Spotlight than it did about Zodiac, but it was just Except the, sexism. Right, <laughs> right, exactly, yeah, and and with the serial killer, <laughs> like, well, the the similarities between Zodiac and this movie is that uh, both takes place, both cases take place through the eyes of a of someone working in for a newspaper, yeah. in the city where it's happening, and uh, the shitstorm that it rains on the city because of it, and their involvement in it is becomes crucial to it. Now, these people, the reporters here in Boston Strangler, are way more. They're, they're depicted as the ones that you know broke the story and all that, right? Uh, and, and Zodiac is not the case, uh, which is fascinating because, like, you know, you would normally go with the detective that you know investigated. No, no, you go with the guy that eventually wrote the book on Zodiac many, many years later, <laughs> right? Right. Um, again, a fascinating way. And again, again, there's a style to that movie and a rhythm that just pops. This movie doesn't have that, and yeah. part of that problem is what you were saying about the the whole colors being muted and the whole thing feeling so dour and so serious that it it, it starts insisting upon itself and and it doesn't doesn't have any anything to back it up. You know? yeah, because the source material is great. That's that's well, that's it can be great. It right. can be great. Yes, yeah. Especially because there's a nature of like we, we don't know who did it for real right. to this day, and still it's still like a hot topic item for a lot of people that are into serial killer lore. As yeah. to who did it, right? Who could have done it? Who did which murders when? You know, yeah. um, 
and even the movie poses a very uh, theory on that itself, you know. Um, not that it's that fascinating because it's like one second, but yeah, like right. it doesn't have like a thesis about it. It just has like it just shows you. And you know, like, you okay. know who we are in this movie, right? Who we who the are, audience, but yeah, who what character we are in this movie from the who, who? is uh, her husband. Uh, why? What do you say? Because uh, he is uh, left out of everything, right? <laughs> he is okay. a secondhand person, and every time he's like, "Well, we support you. We want to help you. Mm. We're here to. We're here to. We're here to be with you. We're here to do whatever." And it's like, uh, "Be careful. Be safe. Be this. Be that." Right? But at the same time, just like whenever, what? Don't forget we're here. And it's like one of those things is like, yeah, I what I won't get. Anytime you ask for information, also like I ask a question like this is pertinent that we could get more. You just don't say anything. And by not saying anything, it's just like that's what kind of what the movie does. Also, like it doesn't want to say something that it should. And I feel like, what? what why are we saying it? Hmm. Like they mention some stuff and they they touch on it, and you're like, oh, okay. Are we gonna are we gonna elaborate more on that? No. Okay, we're not gonna. Close. Okay, we'll leave it. Be. So, hmm. uh, did we interrupt you earlier, Luke? I I, I lost my train of thought. Anyways. Okay. It, it derailed like a like East Palestine, Ohio. <laughs> Topical. No, I'm just like he put the effort to give all that where you could just a train, okay. like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's like, how bad of a derail it was. No, how much of an asshole you are. <laughs> That's how much that is. Right. That's funny. That works. It works for us in this podcast for sure. Um, <laughs> you did you want to say something? I have something, but do you want to add something to it? Whatever. Um. Uh... Honestly, I thought this was way better than I was gonna give it credit for for a Hulu really? movie because I think Hulu hasn't been hitting it like the other streaming services. Yeah, that's been Hulu's life, I think. Right, it's like we're not as bad. <laughs> we're just well, there, yeah. Hulu has the partnership with like with certain channels, right? Yeah, to do like more TV shows, more like stuff. network TV. Yeah, shows. more network stuff. I mean, we watched Angel and Buffy. It's great. Which like, is which is what what their main goal was the whole time. Yeah, they're still knocking out of the park with that goal, with their OG goal. Yeah. But new content, harder. Yeah, it's been harder. For yeah, them. for sure. They get a few things every once in a while. And they get a, a lot of great stuff that's been out already, like for many years. They have a good selection of movies from other places in the past, sure. But like not that they've done, no. Right. Um, uh, the Princess being the, the last good one, I can't remember. Was that The Warrior? Or the one we reviewed. The Princess? Remember. Yeah, The Princess. Yeah. Um. So I have one thing. So uh, as far as, you know, we've been comparing this movie to Zodiac and what's the other one? We, uh, Spotlight. Um, Spotlight, thank you. Uh, I, another really apt comparison to a recent movie is a movie called She Said, uh, which I saw. Um, I the movie know. She Said, it's a it's a biopic about the two female journalists that broke the news about, uh, broke the news hard. I mean, it was already out, but it wasn't like out. I don't know what believed it. Um, about Harvey Weinstein. And that whole problem. And obviously, that goes hand in hand with misogyny and the sexism and right all that shit, right? And the, you know, the sexual abuse of women and all that. Um, this movie and that movie have that similarity, right? Two female reporters, sex victims, right? The sexual crime victims and all that by men. And not one particular man in this case. I mean, we don't know for sure, but whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? A lot of similarities there. That movie and She Said, I think, did a much better job at highlighting and illustrating these problems that these that these, that 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 these things are about the discussions that come around it right. are about sexual abuse and misogyny and all this shit much more subtly and much more blatantly 
and much easier to digest than the basically not weird, not anything we got in Boston Strangler. Like I feel like what Rob was saying earlier about that is that I agree with him in that they could have done something. I'm not even saying something blunt because blunt is bad too, but um, but whatever chemistry they needed, whatever something they needed there, they didn't do it or they couldn't do it or they didn't achieve it. And I feel like she said a movie that came out just a few months ago um, did a much better job of the same thing. Yeah. Also, bad timing with this movie. <laughs> Again, right. I, I, I just feel like um, there. I, I don't know if the guy, the director, the writer, whoever, mm-hmm. was like stuck between like, oh, well, that's what happened in real life. I, yeah, but you're not doing a fucking documentary. So like, right. that's not, the problem. That's my right? problem with biopics in general. That, you know. that is the big problem with biopics. So yeah, you're stuck in the like, well, the reality of this. Yeah, that's cool, but you're supposed to sell it for people. Yeah. Like. That's yeah. why you're making a biopic, so we fucking sell it for people. Yes, that's it. I actually got more interested in when when the movie went into Michigan. I was like, "Ooh, that's actually kind of cool." Hmm. <laughs> I thought that was like a better thing. I'm like, I want to know more about this now. Fuck Boston. Let me hear about <laughs> Boston. Why well, you give it to didn't, the, didn't it start in Michigan? Didn't the, the the first murder start in Michigan? Well, it's all, that's what they were right. That's what they were going for. Um, you know, it's funny that on the other show that I sometimes do, the SOS show, we did a show on the Boston Strangler. Did I didn't do the research though, so I don't remember any of it. I, I was just, I was just the back. I was just the. the did you guys there. talk to Loretta McLaughlin? No, we didn't talk to anyone. Just did the, he, my my partner Jay did all the research. Um, and he gave a lot of on Salvo, for example. Um, some of that stuff clicked. I remember, like, oh, didn't he die? And then the movie show. Oh, yeah, he did die. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, right. They show it. Okay, good. I'm like, oh yeah. Like, I don't think it was him, or he did like one murder. Um, yeah. Do you think that actually happens where it's like reporters are like, hey, you have 20 minutes with all our like open investigation files, you know, just don't say you know you got it from us. Yeah, uh, something along that nature. It, Maybe it's probably one of those things where like I I'm willing to help you, but like I can't just can't tell you I helped you. A lot of that, a lot of that for sure is like it's just yeah. Like, they're called unnamed sources, I think. Yeah, it's like, dude, um, like, I just, I, I don't, I need the help also. So like, putting it out there helps me do this. So like, why wouldn't right. I? But I, at the same time, I can't lose my job. So like, hey, <laughs> right, you, know, you got can. family to feed. You know, I, I, and I think politics plays more of a role than even the whole thing about you know doing the right thing or not you know uh, awareness of some sort regarding the sexual abuse nature or the misogyny going around in that time, maybe in that time and place in the sixties in Boston. I think it's more politics. Like, um, I think the two biggest problems that the, the half, first half of the movie presents is that not presents, mind you, but the way it shows it is that uh, one is that Kira Knightley's character, uh, what's her name again, McLaughlin, um, she. Loretta, she um, wants to be wants something more out of her reporting. She wants to like move up, achieve something, right. you know, be a criminal. In this case, a, a crime reporter, and um, and she goes out and searches for it and right. finds one. Now, the one that she finds, I don't think she would have worked any less harder because she wants to move up. She right. wants to be seen seriously, taken seriously. Wants to write way more. Wants to be a good a good reporter. It starts with that. And the cops, they don't, like, dismiss this Boston Strangler or they don't treat it like that or they don't talk to – they don't avoid talking to other precincts and departments from other counties because of misogyny. They're doing it so they can save their own asses right? on their fuck-ups that they led up to this point. Right. It's like it's not the same, you know. And the, those reasons change, sure, especially with her. Like, she comes more – whatever because of the nature of these crimes but she would have also done that anyway to get ahead she's showing her her resolve regarding being a good reporter right 
And so the, I mean, again, this is the first half of the movie, mind you. Again, yeah. It changes for sure. It's like, not, but like, I feel like we're getting like, I feel like this movie has maybe that problem as far as if it's, tr- if it's trying to draw a line between the reporters and the nature of these crimes, I think that they have a problem if that's what they were going for because they were showing it clearly differently. Right. Um, anyway, I was trying to put that in. Um, I have no interest whatsoever in talking about the theories regarding who killed these women or who killed the, the elderly women versus the younger one. Do you guys want to talk about that at all? Uh, the real nature of the serial killer and shit? Like, I don't really care at all. If I cared, I would read a book on it. <laughs> well, also, I mean, like, I'll say something right off. They, that guy, the guy or guys or whatever, got yeah. in like fucking nobody's business. It was just like, I got to yeah. fix your radiator. Okay. It got me thinking go like, man, we have to go through all these murders so we can be really safe today. Like, because it, we will, it, that will it, never work today. It's crazy because it really is like that. Well, not right? never. <laughs> Come in the morning, dude. But it's also like, yeah. and, it's, and it's very also, I, I like how limited scope like humans are. Like, because even then, like the, no no girls taking care of themselves. All the all the old ladies are dying in the beginning. Yeah. And then then when it switches to young girls, all the young girls fall for the same shit. I'm like, do you guys not read? Do you guys yeah. not see the news? Yeah. yeah. Like all well, old ladies, not young. So why do I have to care? Uh, it's a generational lesson for sure. A woman reading a book, she's a witch. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's in the sixties. It's the sixties. The hippie era is right around the corner. Literally, like a year or two from there. Right. Um. Anyway. Uh, my my point is that I have no interest in this. Seemingly, you guys are not interested in the serial killer reality stuff. So, like, I think we could probably skip a really good spoilers of this movie because I think uh, the movie has everything on its sleeves. And really, in the beginning of the movie too, it's not yeah. the movie doesn't really stray away from the path other than whatever happened in real life. And again, I have no interest in real life. Um, do you guys have anything else to say about it? No. They'll watch the 1971. I don't know which one's better, but I have no idea. Hulu, for some it. reason, is advertising both like right next to each other. Well, that would too. If I would yeah, be. I get it, but like yeah. the fuck. <laughs> I might watch the original, maybe, maybe not. 70s were a wild time, which is funny because, um, <coughs> sorry, in Zodiac, the case goes for so long that they get to see the movie about Zodiac while the movie Zodiac is uh, yeah. like, <laughs> um. Well, the case is still very much open, you know. Uh, I thought that was kind of a funny bit in that movie. <clears throat> and then it happened in this one. But whatever. All right. So that is it for our review of Boston Strangler. And that is it for our show. You have been listening to another movie podcast. Uh, do not forget that we come out every other goddamn Wednesday. So next time, Raf, you are picking the movies. In addition to that, we are going to start. Int- we're going to introduce our newest marathon, which is going to sound oddly specific to the last marathon, only because it is an annual marathon. We're just doing it early this year. And what are your picks, Roth? And then what is the anniversary? I mean, the marathon. Oh yeah, I was about to say like, what? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so my picks for movies are: uh, we're going to go to the 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 cinema for this one. It is Juan Week, Chapter Four. John Wick, guys. John Wick, chapter four. We gotta go watch it in honor of Lance Reddick. Yes. Right. Oh, unexpected that, unexpected. dude. He's a good actor, man. I know. Like he's uh, touched a lot of things, to be honest with you. Games, Bosch, The Wire, games, yeah, shows, everywhere. Movies, Fringe, yeah. dude. Fringe. I love I Fringe. Yeah. yeah, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Oh. Um, so yeah, John Wick, chapter four comes out this weekend. Um, but uh, we're gonna go watch it anyway. That's a movie that I know none of us are gonna miss. So it's an easy pick. Easy pick. Yes. 
You're right. And the next movie is an Apple TV Plus that comes out end of the month, literally at the end of the month. It is called Tetris. A biopic. Luke is already excited. Um, I would have picked it if it was my turn. Nice. Right. So no one cares about that. Anyways, and then my uh, marathon pick, which is my 2013 pick. Um, I would butcher the name by saying it in Chinese, so I won't. I'm going to say it instead is The Grandmaster, um, which is a story martial of martial arts master Ip Man, the man who trained Bruce Lee, which I love this film. I, it's, everything about this film I love, and uh, I'll 100% watch it again just to say. Yeah, made by the, the amazing director, Wong Kar Wai. Um, yeah. yeah, so what I was saying, I thought you were going to explain it, but yeah, we're doing our anniversary marathon where we're going to review each of us three movies uh, each one dating back 10 years. So 10, 20, and 30 years. Um, anniversaries marathon. Obviously, it's very specific to every year because 10 years ago was 2013, of course. So um, the ideal for this is just to, we're going to continue going on this annually. So last time, last year, we were we got cut off on that. It was a problem. But uh, we just started from last year. And instead of doing it so late, we're doing it first, our first so marathon. So early. So much better off now. Anyway, the point is that that's what we're doing on Anniversaries Marathon Part 3, Volume 3. And Rafa is starting us off with Juan Car Wise, the Grandmaster. I can't wait to rewatch this movie. I remember loving it a lot. So, um, And that is it. Um, don't forget, until two weeks from now, until then, I'm Oscar. And Luke. Of course, Ralph. Yeah, later. Arrivederci! We-